Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. You can see the river from here. It is wide, eh? I remember it as being wide, Luis. Of course. Well, it is still the same. My countrymen will still cross it and try for America. Hopeful Mexicans. Uh, do you blame them? We are poor people. Tequila, chili con carne, when we can buy the meat or steal it. Your heart's still with them, Luis. Of course. I have made the grade. I am an agent of the big, beautiful United States government. But my people, I pity them. And I hate the men who take money from them. Bring them across the Rio Grande, then turn them into the police. Or make them swim back to Mexico at the gunpoint. Luis, there's not much I can do. I'm not normally a field agent. You know the ground here. You know what's going on. Perhaps I am a good agent. But like many of those who would seek money, good clothes, escape from poverty, I have no brain. You have brain. I depart on the Lee, I've had a tip-off. There's another batch trying to get across. Will you climb in here? The Sounds of Darkness. Masters, FBI, who wages relentless war against crime. Lee Masters, the blind detective who challenges the sounds of darkness. Sounds of Darkness. Tonight, Peon Double Cross. There wasn't much in there, Johnny. No, but Menderes gave me the tip off a batch was coming over, Lee, so I thought I'd come up and give you a shout. And uh, when we get there, there is nothing. It happened this way sometime. Uh, do not be disappointed, Mr. Bridges. There will be fun and games yet. <laughs> In the meantime, enjoy the hacienda. Yeah, at least so far it's been a bit of a vacation. Well, let's hope it stays that way. Sometimes things start quietly, then they develop, you know. Uh, do not be misled by a quiet beginning. The sleepy ways of this part of America, huh? A Mexican can be a violent man. He can kill for money. He can kill to keep money. <laughs> no, do not be misled, Mr. Bridges. Johnny is in the process of reading Steinbeck, Luis. Give him a few more days and he'll be with it. Uh, do I get the feeling that I'm being taken for a ride? Here is the food, senores. Uh, uh, chili con carne, tortillas, pickled peppers, and 
red wine. That's right, but how now, do you... Don't worry, Luis. You'll get to know Lee Master. He knows. You smell this time? Yeah, and no. Huh? An association of things. You go to any place this side of the Mexican border, go to any place here that's run by a lucky mix, a mix who's allowed to work here, he knows already the value of a satisfied tourist's stomach. He serves typical Mexican food. You wish to pay now, senor? Uh, later, I need to let us enjoy our meal. Then you can come and join us, eh? Oh, yes, Luis. <laughs> let go of my arm. Of course. You would not believe that uh, she is in love with me, eh? Uh, with Anita's father over there, seven feet broad across the shoulders, I wouldn't let on I loved you either. Do you mind if I talk in? Carry on, Johnny. Take a bite of the tortilla first, not the pepper, and have the wine ready. Okay. Uh, while we eat, uh, you going to give us the lowdown, Luis? Yes. I, I shall tell you all that happened here, Mr. Masters. You see, he was right. Uh, not the peppers first, please. No matter uh, how brave you are, the Mexican pepper is something to be endured. <laughs> the story. The Rio Grande is wide, but the Mexican is forever hopeful. The fact that he is not a strong swimmer does not worry him. Many have died swimming across, you know. Yeah, that's very sad. But no matter how it hurts, how repugnant it seems, the law is the law. America is a big country. It, too, has labor problems. That's how the federal judiciary of my country sees it, Luis. Perhaps. Well, that's how I see it, too. I am paid to see it that way, but, uh, well, it does not matter. But there are other ways of getting out across, surely, Luis. Yes, there are other ways. But between here, the Rio and the Big Bend National Park, this is the most popular way. What do these people pay to get across? Well, $100 each. It is a fortune to them. Then they're ditched, this side of the border. Turned in or sent back? Uh, sometimes one, sometimes the other. Sometimes I am telephoned and I go to a certain spot at a certain time. As I wait there in the night, the boats come across. I arrest them. There is weeping, arguing, and they are sent back. The guys that are making a fortune out of this, the guys that take the money and then squeal on the cargo, so to speak... Any idea who they are? No. They are never on the boat itself. They collect the money on the Mexican side, send the boat load off, and disappear. They cross back at the some place like Piedras, Negras, and come into Texas again and wait until their contact in Mexico comes through to them again. It is simple and uh, very much money-making. Uh, it is Pedro Menderes. I do not like him. I do not trust him. Because he orders a needer around? You are aware of many things, Mr. Masters. Perhaps you are right, but I speak also as an official. Not just as a man. Uh, Mr. Masters and Mr. Winches. And Louis. 
I am sorry the information was wrong. Uh, some other time, maybe. Where did you get the information, Menderes? From uh, a source, a beyond. Just a little peasant who heard something in the winds, but he was wrong. Anita, bring the tequila here. I will drink with these gentlemen. Uh, we have asked you to drink with us, Menderes? No. But you shall ask, because I wish to talk with these Klingos, these uh, superior officers of your very department. Sit down, Pedro. Take it easy, Luis. Here, senor. Ah, thank you, my little chicken. Tell your esteemed father to write it down in a book for me, eh? Ah. Now... Gentlemen, how can I help you? I am at your service always. <laughs> sometimes my information is good, sometimes not. Give him a match, Johnny. Huh? How did you know I was going to smoke? You have in your hands a very dry cigarillo, four inches in length, probably Parcos. You're running it between your fingers. It crackles. And you've sucked your lips, licked them, ready to put it in your mouth. Give him a light, Johnny. Surely. Yeah, but... Oh. Thank you. You are a formidable man, Mr. Masters. I should have to cross you, huh? <laughs> Lucky, eh, Luis is on our side. Or uh, we are on his, eh? <laughs> oh, how are you, Sam? Oh, great, Lee, just great. Missing you and Johnny. How's the vacation going? You're right. It is no more than a vacation at the moment. Wish you were with us. Oh, Lee, you know I do. And it's not fair to say that to me. Well, get yourself down here. Hey, you mean it? I do. We'll be down here for some time yet. You might as well join us. Oh, gee, Lee, that's great. We'll pick you up in San Antonio tomorrow morning. Um, how will I know where to find you? Get to the new Texas hotel. Uh-huh. Wait there for us. And, uh, Sam... I might have some work for you to do down here. Uh-oh. I thought there was a catch to it. Oh, you'll enjoy it all the same. Before I ring off, did Cornelison get hold of you, the uh, income tax evasion? Oh, yeah, Lee, he did. He left me a lot of notes for you. Shall I uh, bring him down as well? Do that. But uh, tell me roughly what he found out. Uh, Lee, hang on a second. Uh, hold it, Sam. Johnny's got something to tell me. Okay, Lee. Are you going to be long in that car? Could be. Well, I think I'll go out and do me some legwork. You never know. I might see a boat coming over. I'm getting tired of sitting around. Okay, Johnny, you you go. Don't get your feet wet. And look out for a Texan seven feet high, three feet across, with silver rowels on his high-heeled boots. You joking or something? Half and half. You think the mixes are behind this illegal immigration? Beat it, Johnny. Sam will think Del Rio's gone dead on her. Okay, Lee, I'll report it back. Fine. Oh, Sam, you still there? Uh-huh, surely. What's Johnny beefing about? Lack of action again? 
Oh, he's gone out to do some legwork for me. Maybe he'll strike something. Uh, Lee, I made notes of what Cornelison said, um, apart from the docket he brought with him, I mean. Oh, let me have it, Sam. Read it to me nice and slowly, will you? Whistling around your ears to see you don't come back. Uh, another one of mine that ought to come back. Now, that guy there seems in charge. Max? I, I can't see from here. But I'll watch him and follow him when he leaves. I can either pick him up or maybe he'll lead me to someone. Seven for Texan. <laughs> what a break. Leave back at the hotel and by luck I come down here. Never stay where I am until that guy down there makes a move. Ah, Senor Master, you are enjoying sitting on the veranda in the sun. <laughs> Sitting in the sun is almost a national pastime with my people. Eh? And yours, the North Americans, eh? Anybody ever tell you you talk too much, Pedro? Uh, <laughs> it is true I do talk too much. I drink too much. I fight too much. I love money too much. <laughs> you seen Johnny? Johnny Bridges? <laughs> no, no, I have not seen him. Why? Just asking, Pedro. It's after two. Johnny's punctual and reporting back to me. Oh, well, perhaps he has run into a little uh, trouble, eh? It can happen, you know, when you stick your nose into things you should not see. And this Johnny, he has a long nose, perhaps. Johnny. What? Who is it? You're getting a scare. 
Oh, lucky you came along. You can give me a hand. Oh, where is Mr. Masters? Back at the hotel. He was in New York talking to Sam, his secretary, oh. when I came out here. By chance, I saw a boatload coming across. A nice work. Uh, you saw them go back again? Oh, yeah, yeah, good. And you saw the man leave in the car? Oh, that's true, but come on, we're wasting time. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a lift back to Del Rio in my car. Yeah, while we're at it, you can tell me maybe whose car number this is. I've got it written down on the back of my hand. It's mine, Johnny. Yours? Oh, Johnny Bridges, you'll put your foot in it. See, it would seem you have. It is my car. We do not use it often, but you are lucky. We should have seen you coming, but the peon was asleep in the sun. National pasta. Yeah, I heard that before. Okay, Louise. I'm taking you in. <laughs> Despite the shotgun in your back? Amigo, <laughs> <laughs> you are a fool to be caught by an old twig like that. Sanchez, help me take him away. Johnny hasn't phoned in yet. Johnny, wherever you are at the moment, I hope you've remembered some of the things I taught you. I got a feeling you'll be needing them. Now, let me think. I could have seen a crossing. That's the first promise. Could have gone in and been clobbered. Or you could have waited, which I would have done. Observed. And come back here to report... So he's been caught. Menderes was with me all the morning. That means nothing. Luis Bonfega? Oh, maybe. A man that carries his heart on his sleeve. My poor people kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. Yet he called in the FBI. Oh, well, that's an oldie. Covering yourself. I'm not going to use Sam after all. Johnny's queered the pitch. Anita? Yeah. Reception? Get me Harry Bridgman, chief of police, here. Yes, sir. Oh, put the phone down, sir. We'll ring back. Hacienda, Johnny. Now I talk. You see, you came in at the end, Johnny. I was about to retire with my honor clean. Uh, who's behind it all? That is of no matter. The man behind it was moving to another field as well, in Mexico. The poppy, you know. <laughs> there is good money to be had working the poppy. And you called us in to cover you? So when you packed it, no one could finger you? That's right. A clean record and money in the bank. You and that blind fool would have gone back to New York having found nothing. Or perhaps we would have arranged a diversion, paid some peons well to arrange a crossing. You would have caught them and they would not have squealed. So your honor satisfied too, you would have gone back to New York. But the crossings would have gone on. Of course. But in other hands, 
The principals are not on the scene any longer, but receiving a cut. It's clever, eh? Yeah, well, do me a favor. Light me a cigarette, will you? Of course. You will have to stay tied up like this until tonight. Uh, then I am afraid the Rio Grande we could not afford to have you talk. Uh, you and the seven-foot Texan. Uh, what? <laughs> you joke. <laughs> I admire you. You Americans can joke in adversity. Yeah, give me a cigarette and I'll smoke and joke. Yeah. Here. Thanks, pal. That's for tying my hand so tightly. I was always good with a pointed shoe. You gringo. No. Something better. Anita! Anita! Bring me chilies. Peppers, quickly. I have a talkative man here. I will make him wish he never had a mouth. Quickly, woman. Even she's in on it, eh? She hates her father. She loves me. I have money. That is your answer. Now, Johnny Bridges, I am going to make you very uncomfortable to pay you back for the kick. It is an old Mexican torture, very simple and very effective. You see, one takes the chili. You are going to enjoy the peppers, Johnny Bridges? Not particularly. Luis, it is not necessary to do this. He's a policeman. There can come much trouble from this. Oh, please, Luis, let us leave Del Rio. Let us go, please. Leave this one to talk. Do not be stupid, Anita. And after the chilies, you will kill him. Leave the men's wear to men, Anita. Now, no. hand me the ball. No. Yes. Because it is wrong. No. This is wrong to cause pain and later to kill. And the business you have done with our people crossing the border, it is sinful. Pass me the ball of chilies now and shut up, Anita. You say you love me. For my sake, do not harm this man. Luis, please do not do it. Let us go now. They will never find us. Madre mia, Anita, you are annoying me. Please, Luis, listen to me. Let go of my arm. Oh, Luis, Luis. Now, that will teach you to annoy me. I'm sorry, Anita, but this is a man's work. Go now. Yes, Luis. Luis, you will regret this. <sighs> a real shivers, aren't you? You're a fool, you know. Lee knows what's going on. You can fix me if you like, but we'll get you in the end. You think so? Then he dies too. Now, to crush the chili and to force you to open your mouth. If <laughs> <laughs> you like it. Eh? Now to tie the mask up, so you cannot get spit out of the chili. Now you must swallow or in pain. I told you, the Mexican chili is something to endure. Mr. Masters! Yes. Luis Bonsega. There has been some trouble. Johnny Bridges. I will take you to him. Is he all right? Yes, I think so. But I know where he is. They have caught him. Into the car, Mr. Masters. We will go there now. 
see, it was very simple. Bridges will die tonight, and you will die now. Push over the top of this cliff. You're a fool, Luis. <laughs> a man with a gun in his hand, money in the bank, a fool. <laughs> you are the fool, the masters. You know where Harry Bridgman is. He's gone with Menderes to talk to Anita. My idea. I thought Menderes might have been the one, but then your too obvious sympathy, your heart on your sleeve. Ah, you suspected it. Oh, clever. But with Bridges tied up and now killing kiddies, your sight was taken away again, so to speak. As you say, you were too slow. Anita will not talk. Women always talk. I was going to have my secretary, Sam, get into her confidence when I first started suspecting you. Harry Bridgman can do as well, if a little brutally. I do not wish to kill you, you know. I admire you. You have the brain, but it must be so. Stand up, Lee Masters, and walk backwards. No. It will be less painful just to fall than finish. But the bullet, you will feel it all the way down as you fall. Stand up, masters. Ah, good. Now I don't have to use the gun. Walk backwards. Or I push you. Now. You're right, Lee? Yeah, Johnny. Uh, Harry's with me and Anita. That's how we got to you. Don't move. Huh? It's rugged up there. We'll come up and bring you down. Okay, Johnny. Glad you didn't use the car right up to here. Oh, we couldn't. You'd have heard us coming. You stay there, Lee. We're coming up to you. When you get here, Johnny, we'll drive to San Antonio. Pick up Sam. All the way down here for nothing. Poor Sam. been listening to The Sounds of Darkness. Join the world of Lee Masters, the blind detective, next Tuesday in The Sounds of Darkness. The Sounds of Darkness is produced by Harry van Beek. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.